0: On today's show, Francois Clark, stay tuned. Welcome to the Sunday Night Army Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob, and thank you for joining me on another episode in the music series. And today I have a fantastic guest. Before we get to him and all that tremendous music, find me everywhere in every podcast and music streaming platform worldwide. I appreciate everybody listening in over 62 countries worldwide. Thank you so much. And find me in the link tree, in the link in bio, you'll find all the links that you guys need to all the socials, to all the cool stuff I'm working with, uh, all the cool brands that I'm working with, uh, the music uh, playlist that's on Spotify. The link's also there. So check that link in bio and uh, hit that and you'll be able to find everything you need about the show. And if you want to support the show, the best way is grabbing some merch. And, of course, posting it online. So if you want to do that, link in bio again. Find the link that you need and uh, go from there. So let's get to today's show. Right now on the Sunday Night Army, I'm going to continue with the music series. And today's special guest coming from Toronto at the moment is Francois Clark. How are you today, man? I'm doing well, Jacob. How are you? I'm doing excellent. Of course, I am down the 401 highway from you. And it's fantastic to get more uh, Ontario local talent on the show. And I, and I love your music, by the way. I, I, thank you for thank coming you. on the show to begin with, because um, I really like having uh, talent uh, as fantastic as yours to come on the show. I really do. So thank you for that.
1: Oh, Thank you so much for having me. It's really nice to talk to somebody so close.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's, I like having uh, guests from, especially going up and down the 401 and it's not too far from me. And for those listening around the world, because this show is in 60 countries, uh, the 401 is as a highway from between myself and down in Windsor, Ontario, Canada, across from Detroit, to where Francois right now is in Toronto. So it's one one big highway, very boring. You should never drive it uh, when you're tired, and,
1: and you'll likely get lots of traffic all the time. Doesn't all matter the, all the time. <laughs> <When>. That's right. <laughs>
0: That's right. It'll take you three hours to get there and then three more hours, to say, in traffic in Toronto to get anywhere else. So right, yeah. that's what we do down here in Canada. <laughs> All right. But anyway, let's talk about some music because this is what this show is about. Francois, uh, before we get to talk to you, uh, about your new track here, I want to talk more about you because I want to know your story uh, and how you became an artist and how did you start? Because I know you came... Uh, from South Africa here to Canada I want to know your music journey so how did you become an artist and how did you start that?
1: Uh, you know like I think like a lot of musicians it kind of starts with with your family or kind of what's playing in your house and definitely for me it was uh, a lot of music from my mom and dad's side like both of them like singing mom plays guitar and piano and um, so just ever since I was a kid like the love for music kind of started at, at home and uh, we were blessed to have a, a grandma's baby grand piano in the house. And that's kind of the thing that sparked my love for songwriting. And you could, I just spent countless hours in front of this grand piano and um, it was eventually passed down to me. So I'm actually sitting behind it right now. And, um, and so like the, with the love of music, kind of just growing, just pursued any kind of music growing up. So in school, whether it was choir or you know, anything music and played in a couple of bands and, um, in high school like I remember my first band that I was playing I played a a bunch of rock tunes and pixies and all that stuff (laughs) um and then uh I went to graphic design uh, to university for graphic design first back in South Africa and uh an opportunity came up for me to to come study music in in Canada um and I was studying graphic design back home just because I really loved that but uh, at the time it just didn't seem like music was really an option or you know that it could ever be a career uh, at the time in South Africa, that just didn't seem possible, and so when the opportunity came up to come study music in Canada, just grabbed it, uh, moved to Toronto, uh, studied music at Humber College here in Toronto, and uh, never looked back. And obviously miss miss home a lot, but I'm so happy, and, and going to to Humber has been one of the the best decisions that I've made. Um, you know, just to be exposed to so much more music and, uh, just making all the contacts that I made, all the friends that I made, which has kind of just opened this path of being able to pursue music, um, as a singer songwriter. Mm -hmm.
0: And you're doing big things in the music industry. And I want to get to that a little bit later on, but first I want to talk about your sound. Um, what influences, uh, your, uh, your sound and also what inspires your writing? So it's a two-parter. Uh,
1: definitely starts with, uh, a lot of the, the artists that I listened to when I was kind of growing up, you know, like when you're when you're a kid and you're uh, listening to the radio, you might not know who's on the radio. But I distinctly remember um, the first time that I kind of was, uh, you know, kind of like that light bulb moment. Um, so my sister came home from school and she said, you got to listen to this. And it was uh, The Miseducation of Lauren Hill, that record. Oh,
0: yes. That's a good record.
1: It's a great record. And then, you know, like at that point, I was like, how you know, it's, this is incredible. Like the, the writing is amazing. Her voice is incredible. So mm-hmm. she became a really big inspiration for kind of like uh just vocal sound. Not not that I sound, you know, obviously I don't sound anything like her, but um I guess like kind of just like that love for wanting to sing was really, really inspired by, by Lauren. Mm-hmm. And then shortly after that, there was uh Erica Badu. And then I remember uh, a buddy of mine introduced me to Dave Matthews' band. And I think... Mm-hmm. Um, My early writing was really, really influenced by the Dave Matthews Band and just Dave's writing. And uh, at that point, I really got into the writing side of things. And um, you know what? Like, uh, I love so many different kinds of uh, genres of music. Like, I'm a massive EDM fan. (laughs) So Sweeties (laughs) House Mafia and producers like Labyrinth and Mm -hmm. uh, Lido. I don't know if his name is Lido or Lido. And uh, and then classical music, because I, I, I grew up in, in kind of like a, a classical upbringing. Like I sang in choir most of my life and being raised in South Africa, you also, you're so surrounded by all these different styles of music just in your own country. because uh, And luckily with choir, we were able to to go sing with so many different other choirs. So you're constantly expiring to like Zulu uh, traditional songs or Kosa traditional songs or mm-hmm. Tswana traditional songs. So it's all these different... Uh, Different cultures of, in music, so uh, that really just taking all that stuff. And I know it's kind of wide, uh, and throwing all of that together—a love for world music, a love for electronic music, love for, for uh, singer-songwriter stuff—and um, so kind of just bring all that stuff together. So I, I'd say like those are the things that kind of influenced me uh, growing up. And then kind of answer your second part of the question: mm-hmm. like, where does the inspiration come from for writing songs? A lot of the times it is from just listening to music. If I listen to a beautiful piece of music, just, you know, just feeling inspired to write something. And uh, I, I write a lot about just stuff that happens in life. I think with most songwriters, you kind of have to live life to to collect all these stories to, to write about stuff. So a lot of times if there's something that I'm thinking about or something that's bothering me or something that I'm excited about, or, you know, that, that ends up making it in my songs and, I also love being outdoors and that has always been, I I guess one of my biggest muses is it's probably the outdoors uh, for writing. And then I'm also secretly a big science fiction fan uh, and that has inspired me too. Like there's like, I I got a song from the the previous record that's called Space Man, that was just purely this little cinematic story about uh, this astronaut finding love. It's it's not really (laughs) silly when you're trying to explain it like that but yeah, like the, the inspiration and creativity is kind of endless. And and I'm so thankful for, for other artists making music because it's been a never ending source of inspiration for sure.
0: That's fantastic. So let's get into your uh, new track here called paper planes, because it's, it's been um, on repeat uh, for the last couple of days here in the studio. And, um, (laughs) and, and and I got to I gotta tell you it's a really really good good song and and i'm i'm no i'm no expert at anything but it's an amazing track and there's a reason i can always have it on repeat is because it's one of those tracks that you have to listen more than once to understand everything in it it's so complex now tell me how you came up with the idea for it how you wrote it and how it became uh, what it is today so kind of reaching back
1: to that what we talked about about like the love for world music. Mm -hmm. Uh, It kind of, I guess, kind of started there. Uh, Because I, while while I was at Humber, I was in a Latin ensemble. And then, you know, back then, I didn't speak a a single word of Spanish, never sang in that language. But Mm -hmm. then I was thrown into this ensemble where I had to sing Spanish. And from that, just this big love for Spanish music and culture, and uh, the people kind of started happening. And so I found myself traveling to a bunch of countries in south and central america and then eventually made my way to oaxaca mexico and it was while i was in this small beach town uh, called puerto escondido that i was sitting on the beach while the sun was going down and i was walking in these sandy streets late at night super hot and got lost in these streets and so i thought about the whole experience i'm like man it's so beautiful here i have to get this somehow in a song and i just kind of thought about oh i can make up this story about these two lovers that's in this little beach town and it's like they completely got lost in this little town they're lost to the world they're not bound by time it's just the two of them that's uh, that exists and so it's kind of my idea to just paint pictures of what I saw while I was in Puerto Escondido and again you know being inspired by by the outdoors uh, and so that's kind of where, where paper plane started
0: And uh, it's a track I think everybody needs to hear. So we're going to play it right now. So here is Paper Planes, Francois Clark, right here on the Sunday Night Army.
2: Sun goes down, twilight found. Your sunburnt skin next to mine, and the windows open wide. While the ocean air ripples through your hair, and my fingers trace your spine. We got dreams, we got hopes, we got these promises wrapped around
0: There you go that was francois clark right here on the Center army with paper planes i'll add that to your playlist of course it'll be on the show's playlist so nice and easy for you guys to so just hit the playlist and it'll be right there for you now francois question mm-hmm. video because i had a sneak peek at it before <laughs> before it came out because i'm cool that way and
1: um <laughs> all the special treatment <laughs> right
0: it's one of the benefits of uh knowing people and doing this show I uh, love the video because uh, Thanks, everything you, you just talked about. Now I understand the concept even more. So, how was the process? Without spoiling too much for everybody, because they need to see it. It's on YouTube. <laughs> comes out Friday. Whenever this show comes out, it'll be out already. <laughs> Tell me about the concept of the video. Uh, how did you come up uh, with it? Because now I understand a little bit more. But how was that process?
1: Right. Uh, So the the music video is quite literal. It's it kind of has two segments. It has Mm -hmm. a performance segment. Uh, It has it has me and uh, two violin players and a cellist performing in a beautiful studio space Mm -hmm. here in Hamilton. Actually, it's a studio called Evil Empire. And it's this old hydro station that they just ripped all the guts out and they're repurposing it as a beautiful video studio, uh, film studio. Uh, so we recorded all the performance stuff there and then i did a couple of stuff uh, a couple of shots on on the beach and uh, and then we also have another side to the music video as well where we have a couple that's kind of our our love interest that kind of pay, they they kind of tell that story of uh, everything that's in the lyrics of the song you know they're kind of just the the love story kind of telling telling the that part of the the music video um and because i was so inspired by you know, Golden Hour, I think that was kind of like the uh, the spark to write the songs, that Golden Hour on the beach. So it was important for me to incorporate that in the lighting. So there's a lot of ambers and golds and then also uh, blues and turquoises in the lighting for, for the, the nighttime stuff. Um, so kind of just pulling those, the, the lighting into the studio setting. So you kind of just ties back to those scenes back in um, the, the sandy streets at nighttime and the golden hour on the beach so it's you know it's not the the most it's not the deepest video <laughs> in the sense that there's layers to it and any political statements or anything but mm-hmm. i just you know a, a piece of art that has some beautiful images uh, shot by parliament pictures uh, also from hamilton uh, so yeah this is a, is a nice little ontario production <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: and i think it flows really really well with with the track itself the, uh, the song matches it perfectly. So I, th- I think you did, guys did a great job on it. And everybody needs to go Thank see Thank you it. so much. No problem. Thank you so go, much, go, go YouTube, you guys need to go there. Check it out. It will be linked in the bio of the show. You guys need to go check it out. So let's move on to the next step here because we have this track, we have the video, but there's an album coming out. So tell me about the album. I know it's still a work in progress. The album's going to be called Adventure Book, out April 2022, which... Mind you, not that far away. So tell me about yeah. what's, what's <laughs> happening with, uh, with the album.
1: Uh, the record is very almost done. Mm-hmm. There's two more tracks on the album that's, that's, uh, that's still in production. And then actually this morning when I, I woke up at six and it was one of those, I woke up because I was dreaming that I was in a writing session. And then I woke up so that I could quickly write down or record the little melody that I had. And as I'm writing this, Oh man, this is going to fit so well on the records. Now (laughs) now I'm playing with the idea of should I be adding this at the last hour onto the record? But uh, yeah, adventure book is, uh, uh, I I got the idea for the, for the record uh, during the first first two months or so uh, when every, like the whole world kind of went into lockdown, Mm -hmm. Uh, because I had so much time to sit behind the piano and just, kind of felt like I, nothing was vying for my attention and I was just able to sit down and write and all these memories of uh, people that I've met and places that I've visited kind of just started rushing back and so I started writing about these adventures, you know, adventures that I had and it just happened like every single song that I wrote after that it's either about some form you know paper planes like being on a plane or uh, being in a different place or uh, so the whole, the whole album has this wonderlust theme to it and, uh, just trying to tie a little bit of my experiences that I had from the last, probably like the last four years of my life, just being in different places and meeting different people, kind of tying them all into a nice little package that tells, uh, a little story. So each song, like as I'm releasing some of the singles and the artwork, I kind of wanted to kind of hint at the idea of, you know, this is one little story that makes up. Oh, it's almost like a little a short story in a larger book so each song like the first single that came out was called sailing um that one was story one and then story two now is paper planes so the next single would be story story three so kind of approaching a record almost as a book containing a bunch of short stories
0: i like that concept i really do because uh, that's kind of how it used to be done a lot of people gone away from that unfortunately but i love it i love it because you can. Have an album and you don't have to skip any tracks because it all makes sense. I like that. It's a concept. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Now, Thanks. moving on to the next thing because I want to uh, kind of hit a uh, hint at your past a little bit because you you've won some awards, like a lot of awards. You've done pre uh, on your with your previous tracks, and you had a song called "Always" featured in an Netflix movie, "Feel the Beat." Um, like with the growing success of your previous music and this amazing forthcoming album and Oh, the question is what's been uh, the most rewarding thing about this journey so far uh, just like the the entire like since
1: the start of music or yeah you know, since the the release of the first record
0: from the very beginning of uh, doing music uh, you know
1: what I think just the the uh, just being blessed enough to have the opportunity to be able to make music I think there's you know there's so many more important things in this world you know that you know pe- people that need surgeries and all these crazy things and you know everybody kind of finds their passion and when you when you think about music and ent- entertainment on a, on a cultural perspective yes it's something that's important but you know are we gonna are we not gonna survive if there's no music so you know I, I know that I feel like that the, the work that I'm doing is such a blessing and a gift to be able to do uh, and, uh, and I, I know that, you know, like there's, there's been a hustle over the years and there's, there's still a hustle and I love the hustle because I love what it enables me to do, like it enables me to, to make music. Uh, so just, I think like the, the most rewarding part, to, sorry, to give you like <laughs> the shorter answer to the long answer or the, the long, short answer to the long answer that I just gave you, uh, it, the most rewarding thing has definitely been just to be able to still make music. Like after all these years, I'm still able to sit behind a piano and I'm still able to write. Uh, And then I think kind of secondary to that is the fact that music really has taken me to different places and has really um, made me meet a whole bunch of different people that I would otherwise never have met. So I think those would would be the two most rewarding things about what I've been doing with my life so far.
0: (laughs) That's fantastic. Uh, it really is. Now, to, uh, one last a little bit before we uh, close off the show here today. Uh, we were, you and I were talking before the show about uh, where you come from, South Africa. And as a fun question <clears throat> here to finish this off, you came here, you said, in your early 20s, 2020, right? Yeah. And how would you compare, what's your experience uh, uh, comparing South Africa to? what you're experiencing here in Canada, what are some of the major differences? <laughs> food could yes. be one of them because we have terrible food. <laughs> Come on. That's, that's, let's be honest. Come on.
1: There's, there's some good stuff here. <laughs> um, well, I, I think I'll, I'll break it down to weather, people and then because you asked food. So yep. uh, I, you know, we kind of talked about the weather. The hardest thing for me has been, the weather, because mm-hmm. uh, I'm, you know, South African blood all all the way through and through, <laughs> and uh, it's never really that cold, even when it's winter in South Africa. And so, just I really miss that, and I love that. And uh, here in Canada, we have the most in Toronto, especially. We yes. have such beautiful summers, incredible winter uh, falls, mm-hmm. and and then uh, spring is also so beautiful. But then winter is just so hard; <laughs> just get really cold. Uh, So that would be like one of the biggest uh, things to get used to as far as people's concerned, uh, you know, South African people are incredibly uh, friendly and vibrant and there's so much culture and they're super friendly. I think a big difference between Canadians and South Africans are South Africans would uh, tell you straight up how they feel about you. (laughs) (laughs) You'll know, you'll know immediately how they feel about you. And I feel in Canada, there's, you know, kind of like how, how we as Canadians are kind of labeled. There, there, there's quite a bit of politeness. And I think that's wonderful. Like, it's amazing to have respect for people. I'm not saying South Africans absolutely have respect for people and for each other. Um, you just kind of, you, you know, you'll just know right away where you stand with somebody. Whereas in Canadian and in, in Canada in Canadian uh, <laughs> people are quite, quite polite and quite friendly. And uh, there's, there's a, if you you don't know somebody, there'll be like a little bit of distance, uh, but a polite distance. Mm -hmm. And South Africans, like they'll get right in there. And whether that's (laughs) going to be, I like you or I don't like you. (laughs) That's Uh, And as far as food is concerned, I really miss South African food. We have, you know, we we have such a mix of people back home too. So, you know, like there's uh, curries are a big thing back home and it's kind of, the, the, the different cultures foods have kind of intermingled so much. So you might have a uh, traditional uh, Afrikaans dish, but there's lots of curry in it and you might have uh, a, 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 an Indian dish, but then there's so much Afrikaans or English influence in it. So I, if there's one thing like South African food, it is a melting pot. Like that sounds like a great way to, to explain.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: And then yeah, um, I really miss barbecues. Barbecues back home are just the best. They're charcoal barbecues with the biggest yes. pieces of steak. Uh, and I'm saying this as I—I like, I don't even know—I don't eat that much red meat anymore. But and in in Canada, uh, something that I love about Canada's food is you can be in Canada and you can you can eat from the entire world. You can eat from Mexico in Canada. You can eat from the Philippines in Canada. You can eat from Thailand in Canada. And that was something that I wasn't used to in South Africa because you know we, we were uh, not we didn't have as many different people from all over the world Mm -hmm. and here in Canada, you have people from literally every single part of the world. So especially here in Toronto, if you want, if tonight, if you feel like having a certain kind of food from somewhere like the other side of the world, it's possible. And it's going to be amazing food. So one of my favorite spots in Toronto is in Kensington market. They have this little alley that just has uh, tacos and arepas and uh, churros and a whole Mm -hmm. bunch of stuff. And it's like legit, amazing food so i will say even though you might have said that canada doesn't have like this main cultural great dish maybe it does not it does not unfortunately (laughs) i think this the strength for canada's food at least here in toronto is it's so global and you can get some of the best stuff right here in toronto Mm -hmm.
0: yeah i love that perspective uh i oh that's why I, i wanna wanted to ask because continent to continent yes that is the, the the major major thing for me, especially. I love food. That's my, my big thing, but culturally too. And and I, <laughs> I, I, I love for that, all of us, <laughs> right? And and I love I love hearing um the the differences and similarities and all that. And I really do appreciate the feedback on that because again, audience here is from all over the place, and yeah, South Africa and Canada are so far away. But things that get us together and make us different are both really good. Now, yeah. Francois, uh, for Mm -hmm. my audience to follow you and find out and keep up with what you're doing, where can they follow you on social media and uh, just keep track of everything going on?
1: Uh, You guys can reach out on all the social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, even though I'm (laughs) I'm not that experienced on TikTok. But on all of those social media platforms, you can find me at the handle at Francois Clark, and that is, uh, Clark is with a K-L-A-R-K, uh, and for all of those who are not from Quebec, Francois is uh, F-R-A-N-C-O-I-S, and then last name K-L-A-R-K, and then you can find the music on Spotify, or Deezer, or Tidal, wherever you listen to music, and uh, if you listen to the music, or you watch the Paper Planes video on October 8th, uh, then please let me know what you, what you guys think about it, love for you to all to hear it, and thank you so much for for listening and thank you so much for having me today jacob
0: no problem everybody needs to hit up francoisclark.com obviously all the little links will be there and if you're listening to the show you know my social media everywhere worldwide and francois will be tagged in everything nice and easy click on the link and you'll be right there go follow him go check out everything he's doing check out the video for paper planes and can't wait for the album adventure book to come out in april 2022 francois thank you for coming on the show and talking to me today appreciate it
1: Jacob, thank you so much, man.